All right, we bring on Tom Casale of the Action Network. We were talking about this earlier uh, in the show. Let's see if he can help us out with this. The Pac-12, Arizona or UCLA? Who do you have more confidence in? As a team, probably UCLA. The Arizona's really good offensively, and they haven't lost a game at home in over two years. But I worry about them defensively against some of the better teams. So if we're talking about the tournament and who could make a run, UCLA is one of those teams similar to Houston. They'll play any way you want to play. They can slow it down. They can speed it up. So they can play multiple ways. And I think in March, that's key. Where Arizona, if you can slow them down, you're going to have a big advantage. Tom, what are you going to be doing with Texas the rest of the season? After today, they announced they uh, officially fired Chris Beard after the domestic uh, family violence charge against him? Yeah, I think once everything settles, you, you know, again, college basketball is a little unique. You got to, it doesn't really matter what you do right now. It right. matters what you do in a tournament in March. So one of the things to keep an eye out with Texas is their defense hasn't been as good without Beard. And we saw that uh, when they played Kansas State and Kansas State hung 100 on them. I mean, that's not easy to do in college basketball. It's harder to do when you're Kansas State and not Gonzaga. So the that's something to watch. But I think now that this has all been taken care of and they've moved on from it, I, I think they'll, you know, they'll settle they'll, in a couple weeks. They'll get a Texas kind of defense. And I still expect them to be a factor in the tournament. I do want to get your thoughts, though, on Kansas State. You mentioned them. They're 13-1 and right now. I'm looking at the futures market. They're 12-1 to to win the Big 12. Obviously, you know, Kansas is pretty good, and Baylor and TCU. TCU looks actually a lot better than some people thought. Like, what's your estimation or read on Kansas State? I think they're a good team. Team. Uh, I still get it's hard to say this after they score 100 points, but there's still games where they're going to struggle to score. Um, and I, I actually like Texas a little bit in that game because I Texas has one of the best perimeter defenses in the country. And I thought they would shut them down, but they didn't. You know, it's interesting because I was really high on Baylor coming into the season and I bet them to win the Big 12. Baylor hasn't looked right to me. Even when they beat Gonzaga last month, they got kind of lucky at the end of that game and just haven't been playing like I thought they would, especially defensively. So if you take them out of the mix, that kind of opens up the big 12. You got Kansas. I don't think Texas Tech is all that good. There are issues. So now you got two teams like Kansas State and TCU who are live. TCU was kind of a favorite in the pro market before the season. Some people on them, you know, and they got that kid, Miles, who can really play. But those are two teams that I think if Baylor doesn't get it right, they're going to be competing with Texas and Kansas for the Big 12 title. Tom, when it comes to just the overall picture of what we got this far, and we've got enough of a sample size, obviously, of teams where we can kind of pass some semblance of judgment and who's overachieved, who's underachieved. What team has been the biggest disappointment for you so far? You know, I know they won, but man, North Carolina doesn't look good. No, the, that's, that's, I, I, I think you were going to say them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. Listen, they still have the talent. Their numbers now like forty, fifty to one. I don't. You know, if you want to take a shot on a talented team, maybe they get lucky in the tournament and, and get it rolling again. They just look like they're bored. They're asleep. You know, uh, they got to turn on that offense at certain times. I just don't really like the way they're playing. And, you know, I mentioned Baylor. I, I don't love the way that, that they're playing. But the I would say those two teams, because you got to remember, Carolina 
China was uh, you know, one to win it all. Uh, just it wasn't that long ago. Now they're about 50 to one. So that's you don't really see jumps like that too often in college basketball. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, a nice win over Wake Forest, their signature win probably over Ohio State a couple weeks ago. I was on Ohio State in that game. I was on Ohio State, unfortunately, again, about an hour ago. Uh, what are <laughs> so your thoughts? That. So he asked, you know, the biggest letdown so far. I want to get your thoughts on Purdue. Right now they're 16 to one to win it all. They're the number one team in the country for right now. Probably not going to be the case here in a couple days. But do you take them seriously? I mean, Edie is obviously impossible to stop because he's seven foot four. But other than them, other than him, he's, they got one other score in double digits this season. And the last five games, I think they've shot like 25% from three. They don't really have the shooting until I bet against them. Do you take them for, uh, do you think they're for real? Yeah, you mentioned a key thing, though. If Edie were to get in foul trouble in right. the NCAA tournament, I, I say that he plays like Baycott, and, and he mm. goes right at him, right? And, and then you get two early fouls. I think they're going to be in trouble. You know, the I, listen, I, I don't know what Ohio State was doing. I, listen, if, my, if you have kids running to the corner to get an out-of-bounds pass, you should be fired, in my opinion. Completely That's agree. A, uh, we don't need kids to do that. We say, stay out of the corner, stay out of the corner. And here I am watching major college basketball kids go into the corner to get a bat. I mean, turnover, I, I, the way they lost that game was sickening. But I do think Purdue's a little overvalued. See, I do college basketball in a few stages. We had the first stage of the season where it was the neutral site games, you know, the, uh, you're flying to the Bahamas and Maui. That's now we're going into stage two, which is conference games and neutral neutral site games in Maui are a lot different than going on the road and playing at you know Texas Tech and TCU. So I think you got to adjust a little bit, and I think Purdue that's where they're going to get caught in some of these places. They should have lost tonight. They lost at Rutgers, so I'm not as high on them as sixteen to one. What do you think about New Mexico? They're 14 and 1. They've had a couple of good wins against St. Mary's and Iona. I mean, Rick Patino, obviously, real deal. Got a couple of good backcourt guards and Jamal Mashburn Jr. and Jalen House. Like, are they, like, what's their upside to you? Well, so that's a team that I was looking at in this preseason, and I looked at their backcourt, and I said, you know, there's not too many teams in the country that have that kind of backcourt. And when you have that, you can do a lot of good things. I wasn't sure their defense had to get a lot better from last season. And it has. It's gotten better. But they're a team that when you get in the tournament, they're going to be tough. Because not a lot of people have seen them, but those guards can play. They remind me a little bit of a West Coast Miami. You know, yeah. the Hurricanes have those guards that are very hard to match up with. So an interesting game coming up here with New Mexico and UNLV because I like both of those teams. Now, UNLV is going to pressure the heck out of New Mexico, but New Mexico has ball handlers. That game is going to be up and down. That's going to be, if you're looking for an off-the-radar good game coming up, that's one of them. But I think the way New Mexico is built, if they can stay healthy in the backcourt, they can make some noise in March. Tom, I know you were high on Creighton coming into the season. You played some Creighton futures. How are you feeling right now? They're, as I checked today, plus 2,500, 25 to 1. Feeling better? Big weekend, obviously, for them coming up here. Yeah, well, and there you go. Like, Creighton's look <laughs> terrible, and they're still 25 to 1. North Carolina's 50 to 1 from 9 to 1. So that's what I meant about North Carolina. Like, Creighton's still being 25 to 1. And you know why they're still 25 to 1? Because they opened up a bad number, and people like me are sitting on $25,000 if they win the national championship. Yeah. So they don't want to get in too much more liability with Creighton. Listen, they've beaten. Creighton's been at home. They've beaten up on some teams they should beaten up on. Now they got UConn. Um, I don't think they need to win that game, 
but I think it's got to be – I need to see some more toughness from them down low because, you know, UConn's tough. Whether, yeah. whether they win or lose a game, you know, they're, they're going to pound you. Those are the type of teams that could give Creighton trouble and have already this season. So I want to see that defense in the post. And the other thing, too, about Creighton is for a great shooting team, they don't shoot the ball all that well against better defenses. That's the number one thing I want to see in this game. UConn has a great defense. They, they guard the perimeter well. How does Creighton shoot? So if they play well in this game, then I'll start getting more excited again. But right now, I think UConn and Marquette are the two best teams in the in the Big East. Well, that's where I was about to yeah. go because the one team that's beaten <clears throat> UConn so far is Xavier. Sean Miller has these boys playing tough. They're plus 350 to win the Big East. Do you think there's any value there? Listen, this is a tough conference. I, I kind of laughed because the I was surprised that Creighton had such a bandwagon. Like, listen, when they opened up 100 to 1, that was a wrong number, right? But then they were, people were all over them after. And I was surprised that they were making it sound like the Big East was Creighton and everybody else. And I, I didn't see it that way. There's good teams in the Big East. Xavier, you got uh, Providence. You know, I liked Xavier last year and they, they kind of disappointed me a little bit. But I think they, I like this, this team is a better team. Um, and I like the way they play. I could see multiple different teams winning this conference. I, I, I really could. So if you're getting plus three, you know, 300, 350 on a team, I don't think it's bad value. It's like a, an NFL division, right, where the, the four teams are all about the same, and, and, you, and you get value on one of them and you take a shot. Uh, so, no, I, I think Xavier could very well win the Big East. Talking to Tom Casale, the Action Network. Let's go over to football. we got a couple minutes here still. National championship game coming up next week, TCU. 12-and-a-half-point dogs against Georgia. Are you on the side of let's ride TCU the rest of the way, or are you on the this is where the run ends for them? I'm on the side where I think the odds, the books are dying for TCU money because that's an awful big number mm-hmm. after what we saw last week. Um, I, I will say this. I think Michigan got in trouble when they they blitzed a lot in that game. Now, I know they got down and they were trying to make plays, but then they got down by three, and they were still sending the house I think Georgia is going to play this differently. I think they're going to rush with their front four and play back. This is an interesting game. Um, I do think Georgia – I had Ohio State last week. I thought that was the one team that could beat them. Uh, I do think their offense is better than TCU's because they have pro people. But I think TCU is going to move the ball on them. I like Georgia to win, but right now my play is the over on the TCU team total. How about TCU's recruiting class? It doesn't look like this is going to be a one-hit wonder. Not that we're looking at futures, man, but like any teams that you have circled, I'm obviously pretty excited for Notre Dame with Sam Hartman, but they'll let me down like they always do. Anybody that you're looking at already for next year? You know, it's interesting because someone once told me that TCU and SMU, if they ever had good pro, they have all that money down there in in Texas. And so it doesn't surprise me that if TCU can get some, a good coach there, they they would get recruiting. You know, it's still, it's still a little early. I don't want to drop my temple over two and a half wins yet. So we'll wait to see if they live, if they, if Kurt Warner's son comes back or not, but uh, you know, Temple's a team I'm looking at. Wyoming's a team I'm looking at further down down the trough for some futures. But, you know, it, it, I will say this, LSU was a year early. They're going to be really, really, really good next year. Yeah, there's, there's we've agree. had multiple conversations about LSU and yeah. how that's getting turned around oh, very, shoot, very oh, quickly. Oh, shoot, I have one question. I'm oh. sorry, I'm sorry. We have like 30 seconds. I know, 30 seconds. <laughs> Do I keep fading Georgetown from now until the end of oblivion? 
Um, I do, it doesn't look like Patrick Ewing's ever leaving there, so yes. go ahead. And if they're in a close game, yeah. fade them at in the you know live bet it, live bet it because they will screw up at some point. What yeah. does he have to do to get fired though? Nothing because he was blessed by JT two, his John Thompson the third's dad, and that's the reason why he's there as the head that's coach. A terrible They'll never program. fire him. I also bet him the other night, so. Yeah. Don't hire don't hire coaches who build buildings for the school because then you're in an awkward situation when you have to fire them. Yeah, yeah it's no it's doubt. tough because they didn't want to fire JT3, and then this is what we got. So Tom Casale, the Action Network. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Georgetown is it's just so disappointing. I was looking at the standings and I was like, they're Oh so, my god, I Trista, they're so that. bad. That used to be a great program. Yeah. I used like to Xavier. Be a great program. I really like Xavier. Yeah, I actually. It all year. You, that was the exact thing I was going to ask him if you didn't was about Xavier and the chance they have there.